This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec, the place to stay updated and educated. Tech Guide, episode 370. Hello and welcome to the show. Great to have your company with us once again. My name is Stephen Fennec. I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, my solar panel and battery savings after two years. The best tips to keep yourself safe online. And Optus introduces a new service so customers won't have to wait on hold. In the Tech Guide reviews, we're going to take a look at the Mont Blanc augmented paper. Tile has released a new range of trackers. And Seagate has launched new solid state drives. And we'll wrap things up with the Tech Guide help desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, the company that keeps you connected, and Norton, the company that keeps you protected. Well, it's hard to believe it's already been two years since I installed my solar panels and my storage battery here in my home in Sydney, and uh, the two years has been it, it, it went it went really fast. But the thing I'm going to talk to you about is the amount of money I've saved in the two years since I've had the system installed. It was October 2017, so. Fast forward two years later, and I have a set of 27 solar panels on my roof uh, and a 10-kilowatt battery in my home, and I'm also part of the uh, Sonnen Flat uh, system. So this is a service that I found out uh, afterwards that I was actually the not only Australia's first customer, but apparently the world's first customer to take on this new this new system. Now, there's a bit of explaining here. Sonnen is the is the German manufacturer of the battery, and I called up Natural Solar more than two years ago. It was actually I I remember the date that I called them. Reason being is because it was the date that electricity prices increased by twenty percent, so they went up by a fifth. It was July 1, 2017. So two years later, here I am. I'm going to tell you all about how much the system cost me, uh, how much money I've saved, everything, uh, to all the benefits of this system. I've since bought an electric car, so there's savings there as well. But a lot of people talk to me and ask me, look, I'm thinking of doing this. Where do I start? And, and that's a common question. And since I've spoken to, spoken to friends, family, and, and other people, it's they've got a better idea of what is involved, uh, what the outlay is, because you know this isn't a free system. This is a, this is an investment. So I'll talk about that in a minute as well. But they wanted a a bit of a, a bit of an idea on what's involved. Everyone's talking about, oh, you've got to go solar and all this, but no one knows where to start. So this is what, what I want to talk about as well, apart from we'll talk about how much money I've saved in the two years since I've had the system. But it all started with a phone call, and, and I was curious to uh, find a solution. My, my energy bills, uh, I was with Energy Australia, and they were quite high. Now, I live in a two-story house in the eastern suburbs of Sydney. I've got three kids. I've got a home theatre. I've got every gadget under the sun. So we use a fair bit of power. I've got ducted air conditioning. So in the summer months, that that's that's um, chugging along as well. So my energy bills were around between 800 and and $1,000 a quarter. So do the math there. You're looking at 
between three and a half thousand to four thousand dollars a year. Around three and a half it is per per year. So I thought, look, what are my options? And the guys at Natural Solar were, were great in sitting me down, looking at last two years worth of my bills. You can access them online, all your your bills, your bill history, your payment history, as well as all the information that goes with them. In, to, in, in other words, how much power you use. So they tailored a system that would suit me to cover my energy costs. Now, when we sat down on that July day back in 2017, the gentleman from Natural Solar said, look, in a few days, we're going to announce this new system that will allow you to save even more money. So it's a new system called Son and Flood. He never told me this at the time, and being a journalist, I thought, yeah, I'm curious to find out about this, and I end up writing the story. Anyone on Tech Guide who read it two years ago will, will tell you, more than two years ago. And basically the system is this. Son and Flat takes all the Sonnen customers, so customers with solar panels and a Sonnen battery, and they link them all together. So we all become parts of a virtual power plant. So rather than me paying my money to Energy Australia to supply me electricity, I'm producing my own electricity, storing it in my battery, but we're all linked, all of us customers, and there are now more than 3,000 homes in Australia that are part of this service, we are all part of a virtual power plant. So for that, Sonnen charges a flat monthly fee. In my case, it's $40 per month. So with that, they do the what they call the grid balancing. So if there is any excess energy to, to sell to the grid, they, they, they that's all part of the deal. They take that. That's part of their operating costs. But at other times, if I need power, then I receive power from these other people as well. So I'm given... They work out exactly how much power I use per year. There's an allowance there for the year, and I haven't gone over it either in either of the two years. So I've just have just been paying this forty dollars a month. Now let's go back to the beginning again and talk about the system. Now I've got twenty seven panels. I've got an inverter. I've got a, a ten kilowatt battery as well, and all the all of that installation costs the whole bit. It was it was just a shade under nineteen thousand dollars one nine one nineteen thousand dollars, and I thought okay this is this is an investment my my home's going to be worth more I'm going to be generating my, my own power as well so we could virtually say with the Sonnen flat system that I'm off the grid, and in the two years since I've had the system, I've saved around six thousand dollars now that's between my energy bills, and also in six months, not or probably a little bit longer than that, about nine months after I installed the panels, I also got my Tesla, my Model S. So not only am I saving on electricity bills, but now I charge my car at home probably 50% of the time. Other, other times that I charge it is when I'm near a supercharger or maybe in a shopping center or a destination charger. So Take that into account. I'm also saving on fuel costs as well. I used to drive a Mercedes Benz before the Tesla. Spent about two, five to three thousand bucks a year in petrol and, and other other expenses. Uh, so there's those savings to take into account as well. Now let's go back to the beginning again. My near nineteen thousand dollar investment in just two years of nearly earn back a third of that investment. Now, this system of mine has a 20-year, 20 20-plus-year 20 lifespan. 
So over the life of the system, I'm, I'm expected to save probably $70,000. So in 20 years' time, I'm looking at having my system paid off more than three times. So yes, it's an investment, and a lot of people balk at that price. They say, well, that's a lot of money to spend on a system. But look at what benefits you're going to get in the future. Now, if you were to spend $19,000 on a, on a kitchen renovation, no one would bat an eyelid. It's an investment in your property. You're making your property better. If you were to spend nineteen k on a on a on a bathroom renovation, then terrific. That's 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 how much money people pay. But does the kitchen and the bathroom renovation pay you back in six years' time? Yes, it might add a bit of value to your home, but in real money, are you saving that money back again by having a new kitchen and bathroom? Not, nothing against having a new kitchen and bathroom. I'm hoping to do the same thing myself. But in terms of the amount of money I've invested for my power a crucial part of, of, of life, and I've now got not only a saving, but I've also got a certainty. I have a certainty that every single month, I'm not going to open up the Energy Australia bill with my shaking hands, hoping that I'm not going to get uh, that sinking feeling in my stomach, seeing how much money that the bill, how much I've got to pay for the bill. But I have a certainty now. I've, I have stepped outside of the cycle and energy prices are going to go up. So don't think that in five years' time, power is going to be cheaper than it is today. So the, the, the savings I'm talk, talking about are based on today's value of power. So if in a six-year, if it takes six years to pay back my system at today's prices, then it's probably going to take five years because power is going to continually go up over the years. So that's where I'm at in terms of people understanding why I did this. I wanted that certainty. I wanted to know that I had all the power I need and I'm not going to be paying through the nose for it. $40 a month is actually less than my mobile phone bill per month. My power now costs me less than it costs to run my mobile phone, thanks to my solar panels, my battery, and the Sonnen flat system. Now, adding the Tesla to the equation, that, that's going to ramp up my savings even further. So I'm able to power my car as well. Uh, and down the track, the beauty of this system is it's expandable. I can, make, I can add more cells to the battery. I can add more panels to the roof. Now, in, in, years to, in, in the years to come, I imagine that perhaps my wife might get an electric car. So we're going to have extra demand on our power needs. So hence the, the, the need then to maybe add some more panels, get a bit more battery capacity, maybe go up to the next tier of Son and Flat, which might take me to $50 a month. But at least I'm getting the power I need uh, without having to roll the dice and just hope to God that the, the bill's not going to be something that's going to make me faint every three months. So... Overall, I'm really happy with the investment. My home is is now powered through through the panels during the day. Uh, then, of course, the excess power goes into the battery, which then takes over at night. And then, once the sun rises again, it's all over again. Now, the battery itself, it it's, it sits in my laundry. It's about twenty centimeters off the wall in the laundry, so it's not this massive unit. It just sits against the wall. Panels working during the day. Uh, linked then to the battery, and don't forget all these batteries are linked. So all of these, all the batteries in the Sonnen flat system. Then there's more than three thousand people in Australia who are now part of this virtual power plant. So Sonnen is now my energy provider. Are all contributing to this to this pool. So 
that that's a that's a great little setup there as well. So I I, I did this because I, I had to I knew I had to do something. I didn't want to be at the mercy of the power companies. I, I've seen rising petrol prices as well, so I'm out of that now. I don't have to worry about that. I have certainty. I can control that now. And that is, and, and I haven't even spoken of the environmental benefits. So if I'm not contributing any, any extra carbon to the, to the atmosphere, I'm producing clean solar energy, I'm driving an emission-free car, that, that's, that's, the, that's gravy. That, that's, that's great. But in terms of dollar savings, that's what really is, is driving this as well. So this system is going to well and truly pay itself off in, in five to six years' time. I've already saved more than $6,000 in two years in any energy costs and in, in petrol costs. More than that, I think. If I sat down and did the sums, it's probably more closer to seven seven and a $7,500. So... That's my journey. Two years as a as a customer in of Son and Flat customer, and just sheer fluke of timing, happened to be the very first. So that that was a bonus for me. But in terms of of it giving me that certainty and the and the absolute savings that I, that I'm making, then I wholeheartedly recommend it. I've written all about this on Tech Guide. Uh, I'm writing about the I've written about the two year savings, but also my whole journey uh, in this whole solar journey has also been. Uh, I've spoken about it on on Tech God, written about it on Tech God as well. So, you are more than welcome to read those other stories. But if you want to read the two year anniversary story, you know where you can find it at TechGuide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. Now, last week was Stay Smart Online Week, and uh, that, that's the reason they ha- they do that is just to build awareness, to raise awareness about cyber safety, which uh, is a good idea. But let's face it, staying smart online is not something you do for a week. You should be aware of this, have total awareness of this, three hundred and sixty five days a year, uh, and and b- because of Stay Smart Online Week, there was a lot of lot of information, a lot of stats that came out about just how prevalent online cyber criminals are and hacking and all these online dangers that we really need to keep an eye on. And basically, uh, I'll, I'll speak about three different things in this little segment, having a strong password, protecting your privacy, and also identifying threats and dangers. So knowing what is a threat, knowing if that email that's asking for you to update your Netflix account knowing that that's a fake, that's a phishing email that is out to get your information. So let's start off with passwords. And I, I often describe passwords as think of think of you having a lock on your front door. The, the front door is useless without a good lock. So the stronger you can make your password, then the harder that lock would be to crack. So the, the better password you have, the better the lock. And I, I really recommend for people, if it's possible, with whatever account you have, to have two-factor authentication. It's also called multi-factor authentication, which means that adds extra layers of protection to your password and the login process. An example would be if I was to log in on my Google, my Gmail account on a new device, I would type in my username, my email address, my password, and then Google will send me a code to my mobile phone that I have to type in to confirm that, yes, that's me that's logging in. It's not some stranger. Without that two-factor authentication, anyone could get in. Anyone who knows my, my email address and my password could log into anything. They could log into my, my email. 
or my Facebook account or my bank. So it's really important to add that extra layer. Uh, a good way of, of having uh, remembering passwords, and this is hard. I admit that we're not robots. It's very difficult to remember multiple passwords, and that's the reason why a lot of people choose to they, they have the same password on across multiple accounts, across maybe even all their accounts. And look, that that's it, we're humans. We're not robots, and I, I can understand why that would be. But you need to understand why that isn't a good idea. Now, if a if a hacker cracks one of your accounts, then they're going to go through every single other account in your name and try that exact password. And guess what? They're going to get through every account you own. So there's the need to have different passwords. Now, how do you do that? I read a stat that the average Australian employee, so you obviously got to remember some passwords for your work computer and all that. So the average Australian employee has 66 passwords. And I'll the, the alarming thing is that very few of them are unique. So we're, we're doubling up on the password. So the solution here is to have a password manager. So there's there's uh, password managers like Dashlane, LastPass. Uh, in, in some security softwares, they also have password managers as well. So utilize those. They can come up with a password for you. You don't even have to know it. They'll remember it. They'll apply it across all your devices. All you need to remember is one password, which is the master password. So rather than remembering 66 passwords, all you got to do is, is remember one password and you're golden. Let's move on to privacy. Privacy is a, a big deal because identity theft is a thing. It's a major online danger. So just, just like I think people's attitude should be uh, that, it's not a matter of if your accounts are going to be hacked or they're going to try to get into them. It's a matter of when. So don't think you're not important enough to be hacked. It's a numbers game. They will get to you eventually. So you better have your guard up. Uh, and then that also comes to privacy, not just your passwords, but also privacy. So protect your information. So uh, check your privacy settings on your devices, on your apps, on social media. Check that you're only sharing information with people you know rather than random strangers. That's really important. You don't want to give people a front row seat to your life because it's not hard to find out a name, address, a phone number, and a birth date, and they can be setting up bank accounts in your name, phone porting your phone number, all these sorts of things. Even offline things, things like shredding bank statements or anything with your address written on it. Uh, so there are people who would go to the lengths of looking through your garbage to find your name and address. Don't think it's not going to happen. Don't take the chance. Shred your bills. Shred anything with your address on it. Very, very, uh, very easy thing for you to do. And one, one thing about protecting your identity is that uh, once it's gone, try getting it back. It, it's it's a it's a tough slog. I know some people who have had this and they've had to go through thousands of hoops to get their identity back it's such a problem it's best to prevent it rather than fixing it so really take take some trouble take some time to do that as well the other thing too is of course being able to identify the dangers that the problem is that the it, it's the weakest link even in big companies the weakest link is the human factor are the people in the business and how they can be fooled into handing over information just like you and I could it's not uncommon to see emails that are that are, appear to be from your bank 
from your electricity company, from the gas company, from Netflix, from Instagram. And these are all designed, they all have one thing in common, there's a call to action, so you need to do something. You, you, your account's been locked or the, let's redirect a parcel or you've infringed copyright or something like this. And the first reaction of the, of the receiver is using, oh, my God, what do I do? How do I fix this? And unfortunately, older, older users, older customers, uh, assuming that this is real, go ahead and click on the link and, and go through the process and, and hand over all their details. They've handed over bank, bank information, passwords, you name it. They're now in the hands of a cyber criminal. So it's not hard to spot a phishing email. So I think, first of all, take the time and assume that every email you receive is out to deceive you. So if you're coming from that perspective and work backwards. So, of course, if you receive an email from a mate, you know who it is. That's all good. But if you suddenly receive emails from people you've never heard of asking for things or there's an attachment or things like that, be very careful. And, of course, I'm assuming everyone's got internet security software, by the way, so that's a whole other protection you need for you, not only for your computers but for your mobile devices. I'm assuming that's already there. But these phishing emails can get through those, can get through that and appear in your inbox and potentially uh, affect you. So things to look out for on a phishing email. Uh, first of all, click on the header. The header is the name in the, in the email. So click on that and, it, and it, that will reveal the address where the email came from. So if you've received an email from Australia Post, then it should say ozpost.com.au. So really short, to the point, and then you can, so you think, okay, that might be real. If it's a big, long, complicated email address, alarm bells should be ringing. The other thing to keep an eye out for is who have they addressed the email to? You might have received, and this happened to me, I received an email from for the, what appeared to be Westpac saying that your account's been locked, you're overdrawn, and I thought, yeah, thanks, mate. I don't even bank with Westpac, so I deleted that immediately. But what about if you did bank with Westpac? What about if you are a customer? They've just, they've just got it right. They were lucky. They knew your bank, and you're thinking, oh, what is this? Still take precautions. See if they've addressed you by name. If it's to me, they'll say, dear Stephen, so that's, that's, that's one point. I'm thinking, okay, that, that's one thing they've got right. But then look again. Often that says, dear customer, just a generic thing. Also look at the spelling, the punctuation, and the grammar. Uh, it's very easy to spot these like misspelled words. And normally a cyber criminal, often the English isn't their first language, so they're trying to put something together that looks real but isn't quite. So read it carefully. But then again... If they're asking you, if the Commonwealth Bank has contacted you or Netflix has said your account's been locked or Instagram says you've, you've breached copyright, go to your bank. Go to net, the Netflix site. Go to Instagram. Don't trust these links because they want you to trust the links. They want you to then to go ahead and give up your information. Don't do that. So take that time. Take that precaution. So the other thing too, and we're going to finish off with this, is gaming. Gaming has also become a highly targeted community for cyber criminals. Two-thirds of the population play games, and it's become the, the, the cyber criminals go where the people are. Just like they're targeting social media, they're also targeting gamers. The recent Norton Digital Wellness report revealed that hackers are coming up with ways to scam players. They say they capitalize on their temptation to spend money and buy in-game add-ons. So if you're playing Fortnite, 
there's been several scams that have that have affected uh, a lot of players thinking that they're buying these add-ons for the game and it was a it was a a bodgy link so keep an eye on that so parents educate your kids about online safety and a lot of adults play online too so keep an eye out and, and avoid opening any suspicious links as well I've outlined all of those dangers. I hope you you take heed of these because it's better to be safe than sorry. Take the trouble because a little bit of trouble now will save you a lot of heartache later. So best to keep stay vigilant, keep an eye out, protect yourself online. I've given you all the tips you need to do just that. If you want to read more about that story, check it out at techguide.com.au. Now, I don't know about you, but one of my pet hates is waiting on hold. And I don't like waiting on hold when I'm even when I'm buying something. If I if I need to speak to someone and I'm put on hold, that's that's a real pain in the neck. But imagine if you had to wait on hold. If something was wrong and you were having technical difficulties or something and you're waiting on hold. That that's even worse. So all all the telcos do it, Telstra Vodafone, all of them do it, or any other company, banks, you name it, you're on hold for a little while. Well, Optus has come up with a new system that will avoid you having to be put on hold. And it will also, and this is another this is another bugbear as well, I hate having to do this, having to explain the problem over and over again. So say, let's use an example, you've got a problem with your home internet and you've rung up Optus. Uh, before, you used to have to wait on hold, uh, talk to someone probably in an offshore uh, offshore call centre, and then the sales say, we'll have to put you through to this, this department. And then as you're handed over to the different members of the team, you've got to start again. Okay, what's your problem? You've got to start all over again. You put on hold again, and by this time, you're ready to throw, your, throw the phone through the wall. Okay, so... What Optus has done, they've come up with this new messaging service. They're calling it an always-on help and support channel. So rather than you talking to someone on the phone and waiting on hold and then having to repeat yourself, there's now a messaging, it's a conversation you can have. So this thread you can open on Optus messaging where you describe the problem and then you can even come back to it later. So say you're having internet difficulty, you, you'll message Optus and say, uh, internet's down, I live in such and such a address, uh, get back to me, what's happening? So that message is now taken, the support team there reads them and will can look through the thread of the, of, so if it passes through different members of the support team, it'll be all what you've written is there in front of them. So do you remember before they used to have these chat bots where you'd have to wait for them to respond and then, okay, you've, you've got it, you're just sitting there in front of your computer. It's like being on hold in front of your computer. So that's eliminated this as well. So this you start this conversation. So you're saving time. So you, you don't have to explain your issues all over again uh, every time a new member of the support team gets involved. And, and you're not waiting on hold as well. So customers can come in and out of the conversation. You can even say you're at home and you need to get you need to go somewhere. You can actually pick up the conversation on the mobile app as well, the My Optus app too. So if you've logged in on the browser at Optus on your account, your My Account page, you can then pick that up on the go and check in on the, on whether they've come up with a solution yet. So rather than you having to ring back and say what the hell's going on. 
they've got your thread, they've got that message, and you can then come and go from the conversation. So rather than having the live chat, which once you end it and start it again, then you've got to start, you're back to square one. So rather than doing that, you can come in and out of the conversation. So you don't need to wait on the phone or a chat queue. Uh, and it's very, e- it's a lot easier than for you to, you can get on with your life while they're working out a solution or, or giving you an update. So I think positive move there from Optus to do this rather than waiting on hold, hate waiting on hold. So Optus messaging, a nice step forward uh, so to avoid you losing your temper and losing time. I think time is what we – waiting on hold is, is bad because it's a waste of time. We, we are waiting and waiting and waiting, and you could be doing something else. You could be being more productive elsewhere. So I don't blame people for getting angry about that. Certainly that's what I tell myself anyway when I do. If you want to check out that story, you can find it at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Netgear. They're Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. Now, you upgrade your smartphone and TV and your laptop, but when was the last time you upgraded your home Wi-Fi? It's probably been a while. Well, the future of Wi-Fi is here. It's time to welcome Wi-Fi 6. If you watch your shows on services like Netflix or Hulu, you can get the newest line of high-performance routers from Netgear. It'd be like giving your streaming the VIP treatment. The Netgear Nighthawk Wi-Fi 6 routers give you ultra-fast speeds and wider coverage throughout your home. It's up to four times the capacity compared to today's Wi-Fi, which means you can connect more devices and stream simultaneously without impacting Wi-Fi speed and reliability. The devices of today and tomorrow demand more, so what you need is high-performance Wi-Fi that can keep up with you and your entire family. It's the biggest revolution in Wi-Fi ever, and you could be one of the first to have the next generation of Wi-Fi 6 technology with a Netgear Nighthawk router. Turn your Wi-Fi up to 6 with a Nighthawk Wi-Fi 6 router. Go check it out today at netgear.com slash Wi-Fi 6. That's netgear.com slash Wi-Fi and the number 6. And now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennec. Kicking off the reviews this week is... uh, is from a company called Mont Blanc. Now, you, uh, anyone who is a, a pen fan, or let's let's correct that, writing instrument fan, will know exactly what I'm talking about. This is a prestigious brand who produce some of the world's finest pens, fountain pens, ballpoint pens, you name it. They make a bloody good pen. And they're not cheap either. So you could be paying thousands of dollars for a good pen. So why am I talking about a Mont Blanc pen in a tech podcast, I hear you ask? Well, they've come up with a product called Augmented Paper. Now, this is a a piece of technology that allows you to write, to digitize what you write on a pad to your phone. So it's in Mont Blanc's best interest to keep you writing. And anyone who buys a pen, it's because they want to write with it. They enjoy that tactile act of writing. I'm one of these people. I love writing. I love having a pen in my hand and writing things down. So with that in mind, Montblanc says, look, how can we combine the writing world, the tactile world with the digital world? And this is the result, the Montblanc augmented paper. Now, it looks like uh, it's it's this beautiful leather folio. So you open this up. It's it's made of Italian full grain cowhide. So you open it up and inside you'll find a pen. You'll find some pockets for some business cards and other stuff. There's a pad in the middle as well. 
and there's a little button as well next to the pad. So what you do here is pair it to your phone, to your iPhone or your Android phone, and then whatever you write on the pad will be replicated in the Mont Blanc Hub app as well. It even lets you write in and, and record your writing so you can view your live notes. There's live mode. So you can if you're looking at your phone and writing on the pad, whatever you're writing on the pad is appearing on your phone live in real time. So how does it do this? There's a little bit of technology built in and underneath the pad area is a, is a little slate tablet. So basically a, a device that can record every pen stroke from the pen. Now, the, the pen that's included is, of course, a Montblanc pen. It's the Star Walker ballpoint pen, which on its own is about 800 bucks. So this has some technology on board as well called EMR, Electromagnetic Resonance Technology, which means that the slate on board can record every pen stroke that you put on the page and recreate it digitally within the app. So every time you finish a page in the notebook, you press a button, and then in a second, it updates in the app. Now, the, the pad that's included with it, you, you, can, you can use that, or you can use any A4 paper or A4 pad you like, as long as it's lined up inside the leather portfolio so that the slate that's built in can pick up all the pen strokes. Now, some of you may recall a product called Livescribe years ago, and it was had basically the same concept. There was a special pen, and it used also a special pad that had all these little dots on it so that whatever wherever you go writing on this pad, it will record not only what you're writing but also what was the audio recorded at the same time. So you could back and press, go back and press on any of your notes and hear what was said while when you jotted that down. Now, that system really not around anymore. There's a lot of apps that can kind of do that as well now, but this is as close as we've seen. So for anyone who, who takes down a lot of notes, who needs to store them digitally, who also wants to convert them to text, so in the app, and, and that was sort of one of the downsides we found, the app wasn't as intuitive as we'd liked. Being able to find where to convert your stuff to text was a little bit difficult, but we eventually got there. So all the stuff we wrote down on the paper was then uh, converted to text, and that way we can share it, uh, share it as a PDF, share it as a, a JPEG, share it as a PNG file. So all these options are there for you. You could even split a document to so it really gives you control over over exactly what notes you've taken. Uh, the, you can't really create folders as well. You could tag notes and have searchable items in them, but you couldn't create different folders for different things that you're working on. So if you do take a lot of notes, there are going to be a lot of of, inst- of little pages in the app as well, the Mont Blanc Hub app, uh, where all your notes are stored. There's going to be quite a few. The pen itself is a, is, is a beauty. It's a, got a really nice weight to it, nice balance feel really nice to write with the 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 folio as well is beautifully done it's it's really luxurious feeling leather uh really really nice leather my only thing concern would be if you're using this every day it's bouncing around in a backpack or a briefcase you'd want to maybe have a it comes with a little cloth bag so you don't want to scuff this this leather up because it isn't cheap this is a thousand and ninety five dollars to have you the augmented paper and when you consider though that the pen is worth about seven, eight hundred bucks as well. It's actually not bad value. So for a couple of hundred dollars more, you're getting this nice augmented paper system, as well as a beautiful pen at the same time. So if you're a Mont Blanc fan, 
definitely worth con- considering. Look, it's not for everyone. It's not cheap, but it, it does give you a beautiful writing experience and then converts that into a nice digital experience as well. So you're kind of getting the best of both worlds there. So if you love, if you are a note taker, if you love your Mont Blanc pen and want to record your notes digitally, then this would be the item for you. If you want to read our complete review of the Mont Blanc augmented paper, you can check it out at techguide.com.au. Moving on, we're going to talk about Tile. Tile is is uh, this brand who have, over the last few years, produced these brilliant Bluetooth trackers. They're little tracking devices, Bluetooth trackers. So they allow you to have uh, to place a, a tile on uh, your car keys, maybe on your phone, on your computer, in your luggage, on your back, in your backpack, on your pet, wherever you want, and then you can track it using the Tile app. Uh, so there's a range of different trackers, and this they've just released a range of new ones that uh, have better battery life, better Bluetooth range, and are louder as well because you can uh, get force these little tiles to make sound so they are easy to find. But let's go through them. The new products, uh, one of them, uh, the first one is the sticker. Now, this is the smallest tile ever made. It's about the size of a, of a, of a, a dollar coin. Uh, it's really small, has a three-year battery life. So it's small enough to, to stick on the on a camera, on the back of a phone, on your computer, you name it, on your bike, on a tool. You might be a tradie. You might want to put it on your, your, your power tools. So you can keep an eye on where this goes. Now, how it works is, is you track, you assign the tile to, you might say, okay, the tile's on my camera. So you can then track where that camera is via Bluetooth. So if you're in range of it, and, and the, the, the range is up to 120 metres now for Bluetooth, you can find it. So if you're on the job site, you can't find your drill, uh, and there's a tile on it, you can then walk around and it'll, it'll take you right there. And you can even force the tile to play a sound so that you can hear it as well. It also works the other way. If you can't find your phone and you've got the tile, you can double tap the button and it'll make your phone a, a, a sound come out of your phone, even if it's on silent. So that's handy as well. Moving on, there's also a new one called Tile Slim. And as its name suggests, it's very slim. In fact, it's the size of a credit card. It's shaped like a credit card, so it can fit in narrow spaces. So perfect for your wallet, your handbag. You can even put it inside a luggage tag as well. Has a range of 60 meters. Is now twice as loud as the previous slim and also has a three-year battery. So imagine that you can put something in your wallet and be able to find it. Uh, same with your handbag and all these other things as well. The others are, is an updated version of the Tile Mate and the Tile Pro. Now, these are the classic, uh, there's like a little there's a little uh, hook on them so that you can uh, attach them to your key ring or anything that you, you can that you can put a key ring or a key on. So you can hang them from your key ring, your handbag, your backpack, whatever you like. Uh, and they too have a 60-meter range with the Mate, 120-meter range with the Mate with the Tile Pro. So I've put my Pro in my luggage so I can check where my luggage is at all times. And if you break the Bluetooth barrier, so say you're, you've, you've, you've gone outside the 120-meter range and you can't find it, there's the other option is marking that item as lost. 
So what happens now is that any other tile user, and there are millions of them around the world, can help you locate it. So if you if you come across an object that's marked as lost, you can then direct that to and share that location with the owner. So the, the tile says that 90% of items marked as lost are eventually found thanks to the huge tile community. So great news there if you really want to keep track of things, and, and I mean anything, the sticker you can put it on a scooter, a skateboard, a bike, uh, anything that you can stick it to, and it's so small that you probably won't even see it, but really handy way to keep track of all your stuff. The pricing and pictures of all of those stickers, uh, the sticker, the slim, the mate and the pro, the, all the tile products, if you want to check them out, they're at techguide.com.au. Well, Seagate is a very well-known company that produces hard drives and NAS drives and you name it. They're into memories. They're into creating these drives to help you store your data. And the latest they've released are these new one-touch SSD, that's solid state drive. Now, what that means is that it's smaller. There are no moving parts on board, so it is really small. This is like a credit card size drive that can fit in your pocket. So not only are they functional, but uh, they're also they, they also look pretty nice as well. So they can, they can store and back up all your data, but they look good too. There's a, there's now black and white woven fabric fabric on the One Touch SSD, or if you want to go the One Touch SSD Special Edition, there are camouflage camouflage patterns in red, green, blue, and white. So having them the size of a credit card uh, is really handy, and they are also faster than a regular portable hard drive. So, you know, we're storing so much data. Every single day, 5 billion people interact with stored data. That's according to IDC, and that number is expected to jump to 6 billion by 2025. That's a 75, that's 75% of the world's population. So having your data handy, being able to access it fast, store it fast, is really important. So think about what we're doing every day. We're sharing photos. Uh, we, we take shooting video. It's really, really handy to have a device like this. And being an SSD drive, it's fast. They also come with Sync Plus software. So they offer continuous backup to your to your computer, your laptop, while they're connected, while they're plugged in. They can be make they're protecting your files and memories, make it that even easier. Uh, the drivers, the drives also come with a complimentary one-year subscription to MyLeo Create. Now, this is an app that can help you organise your photos as well as edit them, protect them, and sync them across all your devices as well. Uh, there's also a two-month free subscription membership to Adobe Creative Cloud Photography, so you can use Lightroom and Adobe Photoshop as well for two months. So, really help organise all your pictures there as well. The Seagate One Touch SSDs are available in 500 gigabyte, that's $119, and one terabyte, which is just $229. Prices have really come down. Seagate have done a great job in offering good value here, but also a nice looking drive as well. Remember the black and white woven material, the camouflage ones as well, all look pretty nice. So, Back up your stuff, people, and here's a great. There's some great drives for you to do it from Seagate. If you want to check out that story, you can read all about it at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Norton, the company that can protect you and your family online. 
We live in a world where hackers are constantly finding new ways to steal your personal information. And because we spend so much time online, it's quite possible we could find ourselves in a cyber criminal's sites. The Norton team is dedicated to keeping people safe online no matter how they connect. So whether you're paying bills on your phone, shopping on your tablet or banking on your laptop, Norton Security Premium is working hard behind the scenes to help keep your information, your identity and also your devices protected. For more information on how to protect your digital life, visit au.norton.com. And now, answering all your tech questions, the Tech Guide Help Desk. In the help desk, we've had a few uh, inquiries about the new Mac OS Catalina. And the biggest concern is the fact that it is moving from 32-bit to 64-bit. So if you've got any 32-bit apps that run at 32-bit, then Catalina, it won't work on that platform. Uh, so you'll either find updates for all of those applications so they will work in Catalina, or you can also uh, check on your Mac ahead of time to see what software needs to be updated or what software won't work at all. Now, to do this, to check for 32-bit apps on your system, you need to do this. If you're an Apple user, a Mac user, click on the Apple icon in the top left corner and select About This Mac. Then click System Report, scroll down to the Software section, and then click Applications. Now, on the right, there are all, all your apps and everything and a column that's labeled 64-bit. Now, if any of the, if these apps have a no, if it says no in that column that says 64-bit, it means they're not, obviously, 64-bit apps. So you need to update them or find a replacement for them before you do the Mac OS Catalina update. Really important, and, and I'll be surprised if you have a lot of these. There's not too many apps that are still running 32-bit, but there are. There are, are a few, a few older apps, a lot of favorites that people have that haven't updated maybe. So well worth checking. So I'll go through it really quickly once again. Click the Apple icon, About This Mac, System Report, scroll down to the Software section, click Applications. On the right, you'll see a list of apps and check the column. There's a column that says 64-bit. Uh, it might have Intel in brackets as well. Uh, if any of these apps in that column say no, then that means it's not 64-bit and you'll need to find an update. Uh, we've written about the Mac OS Catalina update. We're running it already on our Macs. There's a lot of cool new features on board, so definitely worth checking out. If you want to read that, uh, we've done a, a, all the standout features. You can find that story at techguide.com.au. And that's the end of our show for this week. Everything we've talked about, of course, you can read at techguide.com.au. And if you want to get in touch, hit that record button, send me a voice bite. I'd rather hear your voice than read your words. But if you still want to send me an email, info at techguide.com.au. We want to give a special shout-out, too, to our sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and also Norton, the company that can keep you and your family safe online. Thanks so much for listening. We look forward to joining you again next week. So until then, stay safe and stay connected. Mm-hmm.